Welcome to the New Yorker's November 16, 2009 issue. We have five articles for you. Seymour M. Hirsch has some exclusive reporting on the complex situation surrounding the safety of Pakistan's nuclear arsenal. Next, Margaret Talbot writes about how we can overcome our nightmares by understanding the science behind bad dreams. Then, in the talk of the town, Ian Parker reports on what it takes to prepare for a World Series victory parade. And finally, David Demby reviews two films, The Messenger, a drama about a soldier who becomes involved with the widow of a fallen officer, starring Woody Harrelson and Ben Foster, and The Box, a thriller directed by Richard Kelly, starring Cameron Diaz and James Marsden. But first, it's this week's comment. In November 9th, George Packer writes about the 20th anniversary of the fall of the Berlin Wall. Germany observes no official holiday on November 9th, the day when, 20 years ago, crowds of stunned, delirious East Germans breached the Berlin Wall. This is because November 9th is also the date on which Kaiser Wilhelm abdicated in 1918, two days before Germany's defeat in the First World War. On November 9, 1923, Hitler attempted to overthrow the Weimar Republic in the Munich Beer Hall Putsch. In 1938, November 9th was the night of broken glass, when Nazi gangs attacked Jews and their property across Germany and Austria, foreshadowing the genocide to come. The German calendar is appropriately inconvenient. Nothing good is conserved without the active remembrance of something bad. The British writer Timothy Garton Ash has called 1989 the best year in European history. It delivered the continent from its worst century. The new democratic European unity that began in 1989 was built on 50 million graves. The chain reaction of nonviolent civic movements in Poland, Hungary, East Germany, and Czechoslovakia seemed like a miracle at the time, and it still does. Anyone who grew up knowing nothing but the Cold War could scarcely imagine that the world wasn't eternally locked in permafrost. No Hegelian teleology predetermined that communism would be left on the ash heap of history. In 1989, Francis Fukuyama published his essay, The End of History, in which he predicted the universalization of Western liberal democracy as the final form of human government. This proved far too optimistic for the post-Cold War world. And even in Central Europe, where a liberal democracy did emerge, the dramatic events that brought it about were messier and chancier than the dreams of neoconservative philosophers.